Hello and welcome to StoryQuest. Every week, StoryQuest brings our stories to life. My name is Sadie, and the title I came up with for today's story is Cora and the Big Oak Tree. I really hope you enjoy it. Have you ever made a daisy chain? It's easiest when the daisies are fully grown with long stems. One way to do it is to make a slit in the stem with your nail and push the stem of another daisy through. You can make them as short or as long as you like and even wear them like a crown. This story has some daisy chains in it, but it also has something that's a bit more unusual. Okay, a lot more unusual, so let's find out more, shall we? It all started when Cora and her friends went on holiday and were staying at a very old cottage which had a really big garden full of trees. The cottage was near the beach and so they could have lots of fun splashing around and building sand castles. But the kids liked to play in the garden too. It had loads of interesting nooks and crannies and this enormous oak tree right in the middle where the families had picnics and barbecues in its shade. Cora's friends were Ummy and Maddie, and they were having a brilliant time playing in the garden on the day that our story starts. It was scorching hot, and the grass was full of daisies, and so these friends decided to make daisy chains. Mine will be the longest, shouted Cora, but Ummy just laughed. (laughs) You want to bet? Mine's already twice as long as yours. You're hogging all the best ones, grumbled Maddie, searching around for some nice long stems. Cora had noticed that there were loads of perfect daisies under the oak tree, and so she went to pick as many as she could. It was also nice and cool in the shade of the tree, and because it was such a hot day, that was really great. She had just sat down to make her chain even longer, when she heard a tiny voice. Help me! Help me! It was like a silver whisper, or the chirrup of a bird. Cora thought she must have been imagining it, and went back to her daisies. I said help! Have you got fluff in your ears? Cora looked around. The tiny voice seemed to be coming from the oak tree. But trees don't speak, do they? At least as far as we know. I mean, maybe they wait until we've all gone away and then have a good old oak gossip about us. But anyway, I can tell you now that the voice was not the oak tree. It was in the oak tree. Cora saw that if she stood on tiptoes, she could just about peek into an opening in the trunk. The hole inside went right to the bottom. It was dark, but she could see something small and shiny. It looked like... A fairy. Are you a fairy? Breathed Cora in amazement. No, I'm an elephant. Of course I'm a fairy. And I'm stuck. Can't you just fly out? Asked Cora, noticing the gauzy wings. But then she could see that the hole in the trunk was too narrow. Maddie and Ummy were curious to know what Cora was doing and had come over. What are you doing? won't find any daisies in there, said Maddie. There's a fairy, a real fairy, whispered Cora, leaning back so they could take a look at the rather grumpy-looking creatures sitting in the bottom of the hole in the trunk. Yeah, great joke there, Cora. As if there would be a... Then they paused, 
as they could see with their own eyes and exclaimed, A fairy! Cora shushed them and explained how the fairy was stuck. How did you get down there? asked Cora. I fell in. I've been here for a whole week. No one seems to hear me call out. Those strange big humans can't hear me at all, it seems. Yeah, grown-ups are weird, said Ummy, shrugging. So what should we call you? My name is Silverdew. Silverdew flutters, to be precise. Well, you're not fluttering now, are you? said Maddie. How are we going to get you out? They scratched their heads and tried to think. Can you reach my arm if I put it through the hole? said Ummy. It was no good. The fairy was far too far down to reach. What if we get a stick? You could climb up, thought Cora. But the only sticks they could find were tiny twigs, not long enough at all. If only you had some rope, or a chain I could climb up, said the fairy mournfully. The children looked at each other, and at the same time shouted out, The daisy chains! They ran to collect their daisies, and it seemed that if they joined them together to make one long chain, it would be long enough to reach Silverdew. The fairy wasn't sure, but as the chain was lowered into the hole in the trunk, she tentatively grabbed on with her tiny hands and began to climb and climb and climb, and then she was free. She stretched her wings with a satisfied sigh and flew around their heads delightedly, sprinkling them with glittery sparkles. I'm free! I'm free! Thank you so much! I will grant you one wish each as a reward, but choose it carefully, alright? Just one wish, and it must be a secret. Tell no one else. There was a shout from inside the cottage. The children looked towards the kitchen. It was time for dinner. When the children looked back to see the fairy, the weirdest thing had happened. All they could see was a small toy fairy lying on the grass amongst the daisy chain. The real fairy seemed to have gone, but the toy looked just like Silverdew Flutters. Could they have imagined the whole thing? They took the toy inside and told everyone what had happened. She was a real fairy! We saw her flying around, she was stuck in the tree, and now she's turned into a toy. The grown-ups didn't believe them. After all, it was just a toy fairy with gauzy net wings and ballet slippers stitched onto her tiny feet. Cora's mum turned the toy over and noticed a tiny label just under the pink tutu skirt. Look, it says Sadie! I wonder if that's the fairy's name. No, interrupted Maddie. She said her name was Silverdew. Cora's mum gave Maddie a look that suggested she thought Maddie had an overactive imagination. Maybe Sadie is the name of the girl who owns the fairy, said Cora. Cora's mum checked with the owner of the cottage and it seemed that, yes, there had been a little girl called Sadie who stayed at the cottage with her family the previous week. And the owner had the address so Silverdew could be returned to Sadie. And that's what happened. We don't know much about Sadie, but we do know that she comes up with very good ideas for stories and was delighted to get her toy back. And I can also tell you Cora, Ummy and Maddie had a lovely holiday in the cottage, even if there weren't any more fairies. Now you might be wondering about those fairy wishes that Silverdew granted the children. Are you curious to know what they wished for? Well, I can't tell you that, can I? Because as the fairy said, they had to be kept secret. But 
I am reliably informed that all the wishes came true and they all lived happily ever after. And that's the end of the story about Cora and the fairy in the oak tree. We're with Sadie, who's just finished watching Cora and the Big Oak Tree. Sadie, this was a story that we wrote for you. It was your idea. How did you find it? Well, I was originally thinking, this was before the whole story quest idea started, where um, the kids started having their ideas. I was originally going to write a letter asking if you could do my story, but by the time I'd actually gotten around to writing it, um the whole thing had started so I eventually um just put it in there and the thing that inspired me to with the story was these are the little Playmobil people who the characters are based off this car she is a baby but I imagined her as a kid in the story um Ami but her name is actually pronounced Umi it's a Japanese name I think and this is Maddie she's Amazing. We were making a story all about your toys. Um, so you, you wrote your own version of, of Cora and the Big Oak Tree that you wanted to send over. What, how, how was yours different from ours? Well, originally the fairy was as big as them and they fell into the oak tree. Wow. Okay. Well, listen, we wrote your story. I loved reading it. We had a great time writing it. What did you think of our version of your story, Cora and the Big Oak Tree? I liked it. It was different than I imagined, but I was really, I really liked it. What was your favourite part? I would say the ending. I liked it. Uh, what, what about it? How did you find Cora as a person and, and, and the friends? Did you, did you believe them? Did you like them as characters? Yeah, I liked them as characters. I could imagine them being like that. In real life. Yeah, I'd, I'd... Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd love that big group of friends and to go on adventures with people. You you sound like someone who's got a lot of ideas and always writing stories. Um, w- what are you thinking of next? What other ideas are you going to try and write yourself? Has it inspired you much? Yeah, a bit. Good. Well, I'm pleased. That's what we'll do. I'm really, really happy. Uh, oh, very quickly. It was me that did the reading. Uh, how did I do? Yeah, that was good. There, there we go. That was good. Listen, Sadie, I really loved Cora and the Big Oak Tree. I'm so pleased that you suggested it. Uh, happy writing yourself. And thank you for joining us on Story Quest. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode.